Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. Animals, the animals, trap, trap, trap till the cages fall. The cages fall, the day is new, and everyone is waiting, waiting on you, and you've got Good evening and welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I'm your host, Evan Goldstein. With me, as always, is the wonderful Garen Randazzo. Over medium is the gold standard. And the amazing Chris Randazzo. That's where the chicken owl king went. (laughs) (laughs) We here on this week's episode talk television. This week, it was Chris's choice. We are talking Orange is the New Black, Season 5, Episode 5, Sing It White Effie. But before we get into that, here's your friendly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail at geekade.com. Let us know what you think of our show. Let us know what you think of the shows we're talking about. Let us know what shows we should be talking about. Contact us. Let us know you're out there. Um, that was pretty friendly. Good job. Thank you. Uh, I felt the warmth. I, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm trying to go for warmth. It's tougher for me to, to, to fake that. But, you know, the weather's getting colder, so warmth oh, is a little harder to... Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> All right, Chris. So when you chose this episode, I made it clear that I haven't watched a single episode of this season. Now, I've watched... All of seasons one through four, but I had to mm-hmm. power watch episodes one through four to make sure I understood one hundred and ten percent what happens what what happens in episode five. Um. So, yeah, I didn't like this season. I'm not even going to bury yeah. it. Yeah, I feel the show sucked. Did you finish the season? Or? No, I made it to episode five and then. Wiped the sweat off my brow going, oh, thank God, I don't have to watch any more of this. And then the last four and a half seconds of this episode happened, and I was like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Now, why in particular, Chris, this episode? Well, there were two things uh, in particular uh, that... that we were watching. We were watching this season, and I was like, I was enjoying it. I I, I've, I loved the first four seasons of this show, and yeah. Then we jumped into this one, and I was enjoying it. Okay, and it was this episode that really, this episode really grabbed me uh, uh, for a couple of ways. Um, the first was just, it was really it was the the heartbreaking story of um, the I don't remember the character Janae name. Uh, Janae mm-hmm. her just. That white Effie scene was one of the most uncomfortable things. It was, it was diabolical. It was putrid, and there's no doubt in my mind that some rich white kid somewhere decided to put on an all-white version of Dreamgirls, and that is oh. every single kind of wrong. Okay, all right, yeah, I get there's why that's fucked l- up. I get it. I get there's it. There's been a lot of dark stuff on this show. I think White Dream Girls is the most horrifying thing I've ever seen on the show. <laughs> I'm, th- that was that was absolutely horrifying. Like, and White it was Dream Girls most horrifying. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead. But I mean, seeing like, and that, no, no joke. Like seeing that just completely rip this girl's spirit apart. Like you saw her a few scenes ago being extremely bright, extremely intelligent, and and in this. Low income school, and then going and checking out this like super high end charter school, and then just seeing these rich white kids li- just appropriating a piece of black culture and butchering it. Mm-hmm. Like the the song that they were doing is one of the most soulful, incredible songs. Yes. and this this girl is just singing it the whitest way possible <laughs> i mean when she punches her finger on you and you and you oh, and you were, oh, oh my god, god. did you get so the douche painful. chills you get the chills why yeah 
I it agree was, with you. It, I was I I felt for her watching it because like I'm looking at it like almost like it's it's so bad it's funny and then they show her and I'm just like oh, oh my god oh. this is this is not funny this is destroying like this this is rude this is mm-hmm. this is blackface this is yeah. awful yeah and the the girl the like tour guide girl mm-hmm. had no fucking clue yeah no nothing at all i was like oh she's great Is, isn't just, this wonderful mm. no, no no it's not wonderful no, it's fuck off this is absolutely awful and uh so that whole story oh, hold really on before, got me. Be- before you move on i want to comment about this season's um flashbacks like I, the it's it was like 50 50 for me because this one one in this episode and then the one about the uh the the girl scout i don't know maybe it's episode four oh or yeah three or four. frida uh-huh. like yeah, two frida. two of the best flashbacks i've seen in, in this show but then th- there was a flashback for the girl that was in the sorority uh-huh like mm-hmm. i spent i i fast forward did did through those like it was bad. Yeah, I think that particular flashback was like they shoehorned that character in this season, and then they were like, "Well, I guess we better give her a flashback episode so we know who this person is." I, I feel like when like actual... I know she was in it last season, right. but like she was more of a character. This right. Season. I feel like when they they actually use the actor or actress in the flashback that they're flashing back for it loses something for me. Like this one, that that little girl was amazing. That that you Yeah. I felt like it was real. And then I see the other side of that coin where you know, she's a middle-aged woman standing on a table screaming at sorority chicks. I like I don't buy it. I don't I, I don't like it. Makes me uncomfortable. Her, her makeup job wasn't as good as some of the other makeup jobs they've done with some of the flashbacks, mm-hmm. but I'll I'll counterpoint that. I was what I thought was really interesting about her, especially up to that point, was that what you were seeing was like her last season. She was awful. Mm-hmm. She was designed to be just this completely unredeemable, hateable figure. Like, she's completely hateable. Right. And in this season, she's thrown into pretending to be a prisoner and is then forced to see the the result of her selfish and awful actions. She's forced to live through that stuff. And the show is playing her at, at that point up to, is she... Is she, like, learning something? Is she becoming a redeemable character? Because she's acting like she's starting to be understand and started to be a bit relatable and somebody you can sympathize with. And Mm -hmm. when they showed that whole thing, the whole flashback, I'm wondering, so where is this going to show that she is redeemable or is this going to show that she's a piece of shit? And that was, like, the whole time going through there is wondering how she's reacting to all the different things that are happening, like their friend dying and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it eventually sh- turned out that she was not a redeemable character. And <laughs> Spoiler alert. I thought that was, she is a piece of shit. I thought shit. that was interesting. Yeah. Exactly. She's a piece <laughs> of shit. The show was trying to convince me. To, the show was making you question whether or not she was a complete piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And then her flashback answered that. And And the way they played it, the whole thing, was I was wondering, like... Is she going to be, is there something behind this or is she a complete piece of shit? And they answered that question. And so I, I dug that. I thought that was, I thought that was cool. And then every episode after that was waiting to, was waiting for that other shoe to drop, was waiting for her cover to fall and for everyone to discover who she is. And, and when that for happened, her to get what she deserves. Exactly. And when that happened, it was extremely satisfying. Like you didn't watch the rest of it, right? You only you stopped after this episode. Yes. Yeah, I stopped. Man, when she, man, when she gets well, it. Well, now I'm going to have to watch it. She gets it because <laughs> I'm assuming point two for us picking or you picking this episode is what I have referenced is the reason that I'm going to continue watching this season. Um, I want to, I, I disagree with you, what you're saying about whether the, uh, flashbacks 
are better or worse based on whether the actor is in them. I think it's, I think it's dependent on which actor is in the flashback because that woman, mm-hmm. the sorority girl, this, she's not bad. There's something wrong with her, but she's you know she's okay. Um, there's a and I don't remember which episodes had which flashbacks, so I don't know if you've seen these or not. Mm-hmm. But there was one with Tasty, and one with Daya. Both of them when they were younger. Both of them played by the same actress, and both of them were amazing. I'm still not convinced that that was the same actress who played Daya. Di- I know they did such a good job <laughs> with that, her. Like I, I, I have to IMDb that because that was like. It looked and sounded like her, but it looked too much like a different, per- like a young person. And she was so much thinner. Like, there was so much less of that girl. And that that was, I think, what, what really threw me off there. And can I just say, Daya in this episode, and in this season, kind of the worst. Like, she's, <laughs> alright, not the worst, because Piper is still on the show. Piper but- is always the worst. <laughs> Piper is always the worst. And that's one of the things I really dig about this season, they is that, I, I, that somebody... Had- <laughs> they are not making any bones about that fact. It's like, yeah, nope, yep, we hate her too. And she's not the main character anymore. Like, nah, it's just, she, it's, she's just not. She's there. She's another character on the show, and I, I love that this show has embraced the fact that, yeah, this is not the most interesting story we have anymore, not by a long shot. No, the other thing that really made me choose this episode was uh, Tasty's speech at the end. Um, that was, that just, this episode really, really grabbed me. I mean, after suffering through White Effie and then listening to Tasty give that speech, I was just like, okay, I'm really sold on this season. And it, it really picked up for me from this point on. Like, not that I was not enjoying it before, but I wasn't like really chomping at the bit to find out what happened next, mm-hmm. like except for like the immediate resolution to whatever cliffhanger there was at the end. And uh, then after this episode, I was just all right. Let's blow through this because I'm I'm really I really want to see where this is going and how they're going to wrap this up. Because this ended up being the first show that we um, were compelled to binge Ooh. in a year. Yeah. What I I don't know. Maybe what I'm this. The, the, all of the characters in this in this show seem to be acting out of character this season, for me. And, really, really, and I, yeah. Or they're taking their their character nuances like and kicking it up like to eleven, because like Daya, she has been an an emotional roller coaster for most of these seasons. Mm-hmm. And now it's like she's flat. Okay? Like she had, you know, the whole gun thing and she's dealing with I I just it I, I feel like I'm watching a completely different show. Well, I mean, I Daya didn't seem to be acting out of character so so much as she's just she just went through like that whole crap with the baby and then she got pressured into the the gun thing and she's dealing with the guilt of having shot a guard and she's trying and to act causing tough. this whole thing yeah I, she but basically I caused this I'm thing not buying uh, well maybe there's something past but I don't believe that she gives a shit about that I th- maybe something well, happens they, they, later on but up until this point she was more concerned about where the gun was and who took it from her and uh, I just want to be left alone. Well, yeah, that's why she wants to be left alone because she's trying to act tough. Like, she doesn't give a shit about and any of that stuff. Another thing. The fucking fake gun. Come on. That was just bad. We're dealing with... A, a, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> we're dealing with a, a prison full of adults and them keeping their hand in their pocket... With the oh. pointy finger, that's just bullshit. That people were convinced by that. Not not very long. <laughs> it was at least two episodes. <laughs> Anywho, well, there there was a lot of silliness in this season in general with the yeah. friggin' meth heads and Flock and Maritza oh, and and yes, that is you know to a certain degree annoying. But I also feel like they had to put in a lot of comic relief to counter 
a lot of heavy stuff that was going on. Yeah. Like the what you were talking about with Janae, that wasn't just powerful in in its own right. It did a lot to explain kind of where all these women, well, not all of them, but where a lot of them came from, where like, even if they were like Janae, where they were bright and, you know, in a fair world, they would have had a shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They live in this world and they don't have a shot. And that's it. that flashback really echoed the whole, like, why all these women are in here and why this whole riot happened like that was the whole it kind of echoed the whole theme of the season and there was a lot of i don't want to say like you know there's been dark and disturbing and upsetting stuff on this show but this was sort of not just serious there was a lot of serious matter and so then you counter that with fucking flock and maritz's youtube channel (laughs) yeah i I am going to continue watching the season to see because of this this episode. If it, if it didn't like there was gravitas to this episode. If it continue if it goes back to what episode 4 and 3 were for me, I'm not going to make it through this season. I think you should be fine. I think this I think by the end of this season it proves to still be the show that the show that it always has been, which is, you know, a good show mm-hmm. telling a good story with good characters. Uh, it, it obviously has its, it's, you know, interesting. It's, it's, it has its things, you know, there, there are things like when I say, I hate the meth heads, like I hate them because they're awful, not because they're, they're bad for the show. It's like, they're, they're just awful and mm-hmm. they're supposed to be, they're accomplishing what they are supposed to. And, God, every single time they showed up and did something, I'd be like, there is no worse person to be in this situation. This is awful. But I feel like they spent three episodes just pantsing women. And I know it wasn't that long. <laughs> I know it was just one, maybe one and a half episodes. But it felt like it went on forever. Their antics do tend to go on. And I will say the worst thing about them for me is that we, season, we learned this season that the dark-haired one is supposed to be from Boston. That is the shittiest Boston oh, accent bad. I've ever heard. That is bad. Um, the hell was I going to say? Oh, damn it. This is what happens when you get old. Don't get old, kids. <laughs> the, the... Oh, I know what oh, I was going to say. Go Shut up, Evan. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the other thing that will set you right about going forward from this episode is that there are a lot of... Um, plots that ran for the majority of the season that started in this episode okay this started a lot of Mm -hmm. balls rolling with um with red okay oh it it had already started with red but red with gloria with suzanne um yeah yeah, it's a shame like you're saying all of these names and i know i like if i was to see the character (laughs) i'd know who you're talking about right but i have no idea i know red (laughs) you know red suzanne is crazy eyes okay see crazy eyes and uh, Gloria is the woman who runs the kitchen, who's okay. supposed to be looking out for Daya. Oh, true. Gotcha. Okay. Now. Oh, God. And Daya's mom. <laughs> Jesus Christ. See, like, that, <laughs> like walking into a, a place to try to get a job and just like cursing up a storm right off the bat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, see, I, I felt like that was unnecessary. Maybe well, it has some sort it, of. That was completely and totally in character, though. <laughs> Yeah, that is and exactly I mean, what that person would do. The scene in the nail salon mm-hmm. was unnecessary, but it is also what that character would be doing. And that character ends up factoring into this a lot more. Yeah. I mean, that's what she said she was going to do. She said, like, I think last season, she said she is going to go you know, work in a nail salon and make a buttload of money. And, well, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I I loved it where she was just like, all right, well that must that must have been real impressive in prison, but uh, I you know you you need to pay us, all right? You need to you need to pay us to train here because we're not gonna just let you run rampant and do this uh, shit that you think is super impressive because it ain't. And in a series uh, like in this episode had so many um, so much commentary about like 
slavery. Yeah. <laughs> between yeah. uh the whole thing with Judy King and then her in the nail salon and the and the, the extra who was like um, are you here, Are you here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I mean, that presented that way, it's kind of funny, but there was sort of a dark undertone of like, these women kind of are slaves to a certain degree. I mean, that was one of their demands is that they be paid for their work, which yeah. they're not, which makes them slaves. Yeah, it's really wrong. And it's been a long time since I watched the last season of this show, but man, that it, it just reminded me of all the really screwed up things that they did last year when they put this they would they privatized the prison i was like oh man i forgot about that like that was messed up well the, and that the, all came out in uh in Tasty's speech which that is why she is the one who's on broadway i'm just saying <laughs> like she is the one who could deliver that speech yeah yes she i mean it, the 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 that mini cast of characters that 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 showed up for the giving of the speech there there's one of every personality type in that group and they play that part very very well and tasty just like stepped out above and beyond what her like her norm is she was she was more like i don't i, I don't know like goofy or not as serious and then like for the past maybe second half of last season she has just like blossomed into she this she was she was forced to take over kind of the motherly role right there was another character that she answered to right if wasn't I- there somebody else that was in jail that was like her somebody important there, to her there and was then- yeah, I can't. There was another mother figure in there, and then yeah, and after she, she was out or ousted kid, or killed or something, I remember there was a van scene. Yeah, I don't remember for sure, but I, that was when that was the real turning point for that character, where she started. You know, it, she was in a, suddenly in charge of making sure Suzanne was okay and mm-hmm. just just taking care of their group. Right, and it she is going above and beyond, like she is stepping up just. When it wasn't in this episode, it was the episode before when they were taking the um, the suggestions for their demands. Mm-hmm. Like you could see the the pain that you know Pousset, you know the 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 the, the arrest for, uh, for the the CO for the murder of Pousset, like that that it was so low on the list that it broke her heart. Like not that she yeah. got mad at it, but like it honest to God hurt her. And that just showed, like, that speaks volumes of her, like, acting skill. Which... And as you, as she progresses through this season, um, I think the one thing, like, us having finished the season, we're both sitting here going, well, the last episode ended, and we were like, God There's damn a, it. God damn it. <laughs> um, but I, I hope what we're going to see in the future for Tasty is that whatever happens with this riot, it really is going to have been good for her because like it's going to give her more rehabilitation, more life skills than mm-hmm. any any of the demands that they're asking for if they're met. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like fire like her Cheetos. just negotiating this process. Well, I like I said that last fucking 4 minutes makes me have to now <laughs> watch another show. Um what was it Cheetos and Takis? Which <laughs> what the Please email us. What is a talkie? <laughs> I've had somebody bought me a bag of them once, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> and I forgot they existed until this episode air. Until we watched this episode, like, "Oh shit, talkies!" <laughs> I don't remember hot Cheetos though. Yeah, it's, it's just I don't pay much attention to Cheetos. I yeah. uh, special shout out to a to, to Crazy Eyes. I feel that she she is doing. She is doing the character of Crazy Eyes justice because she the outbursts are more contained and with a point this time around. Like I I like it when people just step back and watch her do what she needs to do and then the 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 subtle like interactions between her and just one other person. Like, mm-hmm. when she's asking for breakfast. Like, 
granted. Oh, that's she, right. Shit hasn't gotten dark for her yet. She for is for you. She is crazy, <laughs> but she is speaking and saying all the correct things. Like everything that comes out of her mouth in that interaction is correct. Yes, there should be hot grits. Yes, there should be skim milk. But it's like upside down. Like it's just twisted and like it makes her endearing almost. And at the same time, really tragic that she's in this prison. Right. I mean. Yeah, I remember her backstory episode being. When you think about that, like, there's no way she should be in this facility. In a perfect world. In a perfect world. In the not fucked up world of not this show. (laughs) All right. I'm going to finish it. We'll we'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll hold on couple more episodes i mean if you liked the previous seasons of this show you're gonna find enough to enjoy in this okay. oh i do like i do just gets <laughs> shit gets real i it, very little of it was in this episode but the whole um who's the big c the big bearded co piscatella piscatella i loved watching red find that binder <laughs> <laughs> that was probably one of my favorite parts of this season so far was seeing them just leaf through all of his beautiful place settings. <laughs> Good times. Well, there's a lot more Piscatella to come. Yeah. Yes, there's a lot more of that character to come. Yeah, you, you, it was hinted at in this episode when she is confronting the the warden while he's locked in the the outhouse. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you can see that's that's starting to turn as well. All right, um, let's take a quick break, and uh, when we get back, we'll, we'll cover what news we got. Stay tuned. Cool. A long time ago, Jonathan Fuger wrote an article about the state of X-Men comics. Things were seemingly pretty bleak for everyone's favorite mutants, and it seemed a slightly optimistic viewpoint was in order to maintain the sanity of X-Men fans all around. Well, it's been a few years since then, and the question is, how did it work out? Are the X-Men okay, or has Marvel forsaken them in favor of the Inhumans? Read all about it in Conspicuously Inconspicuous X-Men Revisited, located in the Think Tank. Cheating! That's the word you've probably heard a lot lately if you've been paying attention to the world of baseball. That and some malarkey about Apple Watches, but exactly what constitutes cheating in baseball? And how much should we care about the different degrees of offense that have been going on for decades? Geekade's Dave Diorio tries to make sense of it all in Cheating, Cheating, or Not Cheating, Cheating, also located in the Think Tank. You may have noticed that Hunter Wilde took the summer off of writing about beer. Maybe it was because he got too drunk researching his next article. Maybe it was because he was too busy writing Game of Spoilers every week. Or maybe it was because of a little something called Goza. Find out why this wasn't the best summer ever for many beer enthusiasts in The Imbibing Scribe, The Summer of Beer Discontent. You can find all this great stuff, plus tons of other articles, videos, podcasts, and more right now at geekade.com. I forgot there wasn't a fourth one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just completely spaced out like, all right, man, what, what is the fourth one? Did I write a fourth no, one? No, there is no oh, fourth shit, one. I did. <laughs> and you wrote this. <laughs> that was hours ago. That was like a lifetime ago. And we're back. Thank you so much for checking out our commercials. Sorry, there was no new Dragon Ball Super this week, so you'll have to wait till next week for the Dragon Ball Super 60-second summary. That's right. No new episode. Profound sadness. <laughs> I want to see Goku fight Jiren, but actually that's not happening until like October, so gotta, so, something else is happening before that happens. Let's talk some news. Um, Karen, I don't mm-hmm. I don't know why what I should feel about this first one. So I'm 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 deferring to you. Okay. Doctor Who class officially canceled. What is class? Doctor Who class is canceled. What is that? What is that? Uh, class is a spinoff. Um, we didn't class. watch it out of principle, I, I believe. <laughs> yeah, out of out of the oh oh the preview for the next episode is in class. Yes. Screw you, BBC America. I'm not yeah, watching. We're definitely this shit. not watching it. Um, <laughs> it was 
set in the Coal Hill School, which is where Clara was a teacher. Okay. In uh, the most recent seasons, and also, uh, it is the school that the first Doctor's granddaughter attended when the show started. Uh, so it's got roots in classic Who. Okay. Um, and the premise was that like it was all these kids. Um, fighting all sorts of Doctor Who monsters and, like, dealing with whatever the Doctor would deal with when the Doctor's not around. Oh. Um, and it was... I have seen, like, a trend in BBC shows aimed at younger people where it's, like... It's supposed to be, like, really sexy. <laughs> and <laughs> so it seemed to be so overdone as to be like cheesy and obnoxious. Okay. Um, Almost like season one of Torchwood, except less. Yes. That. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I was not interested in watching for that reason. In addition to the um, embedded doctor who previews, fuck you, BBC America. So So it turns out that I'm not alone in thinking that this probably wasn't a very good show. Cause now it's canceled. So I feel justified in my decision to not watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, glad we didn't watch it either. See, America, just because it says Doctor Who on it doesn't mean I'm going to watch it. Doesn't mean it's going to be good. <laughs> okay, well, then I'm glad that that's, that's off the table for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up, we this this was a hell of an article to read because it really was. It's really not an article, but... It is definitely informative. Um, it's a link to a slideshow that you could just scroll through or you can get a full list. I think there was a link in here somewhere that it'll just tell you um, of everything, all the cast changes that are happening in the fall of 2017. Um, there are 102 slides. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're crazy enough, like I am, you went through all of them twice. Oh, jeezy. Isn't it kind of crazy that there's this many recastings of things? Like, Well, it's not necessarily all recasting. Some of them are like, this person left the show. This person was came on to the show. This person was um, bumped up or demoted from like a series regular role to a guest star or vice versa. So, so there was actually very few recastings. So when you when you posted because you posted this one, Karen, you said we don't have to cover all 102, but uh, you were going to do some sort of synopsis. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's why I went through it twice because <laughs> I was reading it first time to see if it was like interesting enough to bring on the show and then the second time I was like well shit I need to take notes <laughs> <laughs> we'll st- right, we'll synopsize the synopsize the synopsize uh, away go <laughs> a lot of stuff happening on our CW shows um, Supergirl has recast the role of Kara's mom okay Laura Bonanti's not going to be on the show anymore really um, there's going to be less Maggie and more Lena Luther, which we knew about that. Are you not going to say um, who's reca- who? Who is? I don't know who the woman is. It's Erica Durant. She played. I don't know who that is. She played Lois in Smallville. Okay, I didn't watch Smallville. Oh. God. Anyhow, right. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, didn't didn't I read somewhere that they recast Young Kara too? Uh, I don't know. I didn't. I don't see know that if you read that. Because I don't know what you read. <laughs> that wasn't <laughs> I in this. Like I but saw that, a headline somewhere that they recast her. And I'm like, well, that makes sense. She's on series of unfortunate events now. so Yeah. Um, they're also adding a bunch of people, including a um, woman from Jane the Virgin is going to be playing a villain named Psy. Mm-hmm. Like PSI, who I don't know if that's someone from Supergirl comics but maybe it's interesting to someone <laughs> also Adrian Pazdar having been killed off on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will now be on Supergirl <laughs> yay who is that um, the general dude with the mustache oh uh, Nathan Petrelli got it yes Nathan Petrelli sorry I never Fly remember that man. from Heroes um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> there's a throwback <laughs> Um, wow. Flash is bringing in some new people as well. Uh, Danny Trejo <laughs> is going to be playing Gypsy's dad. That tickled me so much. <laughs> um, and then some oh, Evan, other. You had some. Uh, not to. No, no, that's you. okay. Yeah, Evan, you have some Flash news to talk about, don't you? 
<laughs> That's yeah. all right. I, w- I will clear it up. You don't have to this. do it right now. You don't <laughs> we'll have to do it, it right now. This. Do it. Do it after after this. But yeah, you you got some flash news to talk about. <laughs> I I'll, I will I will share. Um, I don't know if these are familiar villains to you guys, but the thinker and the mechanic yes will be in stories in on the flash. Uh, Arrow, we're going to be seeing a lot more Black Canary and Wild Dog, and Black Siren. So wait, that just can't get rid of Katie Cassidy. Katie Cass- <laughs> ah, right. Uh, what else? Um, a lot of stuff. Uh, Stranger Things. We're going to be seeing more of Steve and Will. Um, Will Byers. Hey, Steve. I liked Steve. He had potential. Um, this is us. We're going to be seeing more of uh, the John Huertas character, whose name escapes me, but he's uh, Jack's buddy that ended up marrying the wife after he died. I'm looking at Chris, and he doesn't know who I'm talking <laughs> Esposito? about. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> um, and the kids, which I believe will... That's not his real name. Sorry. I don't want to confuse anybody. <laughs> We're talking about Esposito from Castle. <laughs> yes. Uh <laughs> All the actors who play Yo. the kids on This Is Us have been bumped up, which I think will be mean more flashbacks, and you're laughing at something that I've missed. <laughs> you haven't just said yo, and I was like, yeah, how come he hasn't said yo in This Is Us yet? Every single time he showed up on Castle, he always started every scene with yo. So, if I had the time, I would have done a super cut of every time <laughs> Esposito showed up on screen going, yo. yo. I never I uh, s- noticed that. I so wanted to do that in This Is Us. That's just like, um, what do you call it in uh oceans 11 when brad pitt is always eating yes yes <laughs> without fail yep anywho anyway there's a lot of interesting stuff in this and oh chris that's <laughs> on once upon a time they finally got rid of young henry Bree, they're like you mean, you mean middle-aged no, henry now an adult henry <laughs> oh cool like i guess there was a time jump or something <laughs> I don't know. So that that actor is just that just he's just out of the show. Yeah, I'm uh, fine with that. A lot of the original cast left the Once Upon a Time. Emma and Snow White and Belle all left. Dude, um, Emma was like the main character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was. She was actually the first one they, that reported that she was going. Yeah. Wow. All right. Cool. And yet that show is still on. Yeah, that's so surprising. So if you're curious what's going on in shows you watch, there's a lot of shows on this list we don't watch, so I didn't really bother with, but there's a lot of changes going on and the Exorcist it's a pretty cool is still on? thing to click through. Wow. Apparently. That's surprising. All right, well, thank you for this synopsis. Um did you I didn't see this in this listing. That's why I Oh, you posted it. I I was going to post it, and then I saw that you posted. Um, the 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 shield return that we never thought was going to happen, but we're glad that it uh-huh. it, it did. <laughs> um, well, half of half of it. Half of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's on another show now. She's on the Orville. Yeah. Yes, and from what terrible. I hear, <laughs> maybe she might come back. <laughs> can I? Can I just make a quick? Can I just. I need to do a quick bitching session about science fiction. So, okay. the Orville I is getting so completely. Right it's, it's getting completely eviscerated in the reviews, mm-hmm. and it looks terrible. Mm-hmm. And I and I get it. Right. I feel like this show is a piece of crap. But the internet's reaction to the Orville is, no, it's actually really good. I think all the reviewers are dumb. This show's pretty good. I hope it sticks around for a second season. It's great. <laughs> Meanwhile, today, J.J. Abrams is announced as the director for Star Wars Episode Nine, and what's the internet's reaction? And I mean, not even, like, by a small margin. By and large, 97%. Force Awakens was a terrible movie. It was just a rehash of the of the first Star Wars movie. It's complete garbage. Rest in peace, Star Wars. Wars, J.J. Abrams is the worst thing that ever happened. The prequels were great. And I'm... I'm what <laughs> universe do I live in right now? The Force Awakens was fantastic. And this this whole The Force Awakens was literally just a New Hope remade is the laziest bullshit I've ever heard. It is complete lazy 
uh, bandwagon hating. It, there's no real. If you look at it with it, any kind of scrutiny, it completely falls apart. There are similarities. It's not a straight remake. If you paint it with a broad enough brush to call it a remake of A New Hope, I could. It's a remake of The Lion King as much as it's a remake of The New Hope. Like, oh, there's there's a sand planet. It's the same movie. There's a there's a planet thing that blows up other planets. Same movie. Zero differences. It's a hundred percent identical. Kylo Ren is Darth Vader. Done. You people suck. You people absolutely suck. Every single one of you people that are bitching about the Force Awakens and praising the Orville. Dogs and cats living together. <laughs> Nothing makes sense to me right now. Ah. <laughs> now, well, it was nice having an audience. Uh, uh, on that That's note, over. How do you feel about War of the Worlds? I feel... No, I don't like it. <laughs> nope. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. I don't like it. I don't like it. Oh, God, I love a good Chris rant. Oh, look, the Orville could be fine. I mean, it could be a perfectly no, it fine could. show. No, it can't. I'm <laughs> sorry. Seth MacFarlane is involved. Chances are it's not. Yeah, he's 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 a divisive character. He's I've a- seen it described as what happens when uh, a man's power outstrips his creativity. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that, that I would buy because uh, the, Seth MacFarlane's got an awful lot of plates spinning and I, I feel like he... Oh, sweet Lord. Yeah, I I don't have the the highest of opinions of what he does anymore. Um, but I, even even if I'm taking away this this Orville thing, it seems like this just love of going against the grain and the Star Wars thing. I just don't get. I cannot wrap my head around it. Like I, I'm I'm seeing people say things to the effect of like, oh, the the prequels, the uh, at least they were original. Like, okay, sure. Sure, they were original. They were awful. <laughs> awful. <clears throat> so, Nick I'm, Blood I'm is coming Too back yeah. to the show. <laughs> Thank he you. sure is. Lance Hunter is, is returning, which is great. That is great. Yay. I liked him. I hope that they have written his return in such a way that it leaves the door open for Bobby to come back to, because it would be a shame if, like, you know... Nope, she's he's dead. Like, I killed nope, her. fuck that bitch. I hate her, and I never want to see her again. You know, but that would actually be so in character for him. <laughs> well, true. But, like, I don't know. I just don't... Oh, sh- you know, they, they didn't kill the- her off off-screen or anything Yeah, like that would that. be terrible. I, I, I'm, I, I hope that it's interesting and, and well-written, and I'm just happy to have him back. He's... He was a fun character mm-hmm. to have around. Yes, yes, he was. That's why I, I, I look forward to getting caught up with with Shield now. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Cause holy crap, that season got so good. That season got stupid good. <sighs> Man, my chest hurts from laughing so hard. All right, um, next a little casting. A lot of casting news this week. I didn't see this note in in this little bit of information in the, in the listing for the, all the casting changes but Ugh. on arrow they are adding liam hall he is he was on lucifer and that that's great um but the reason i put it in here is because he is playing the role of joseph wilson who is the son of deathstroke he and when the hell did he have time for that <laughs> exactly um i do He's also, if I'm not mistaken, in the comics he was a metahuman. Um, so there's that as well. I, it I feel I don't know what they're trying to do with Arrow because they they started with you know normies that just had skills and then they went supernatural and now they're like <laughs> normies. <laughs> yeah, guys that can shoot arrows really well. That was like the villain of the week. Um, so I'm curious to see is where they're, they're going with this one. And I like the guy who plays Deathstroke. I don't know why. I just like him. And I think... Uh, Ma- Manu Bennett. Sure. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a cool dude. Um, so... Well, I don't think you're going to find out when the hell he had time to have a kid since Arrow's done with flashbacks now. But I'm okay with <laughs> that. What, what? 
I'm okay. Unless with they're all Deathstroke flashbacks now. And I do. Oh, that oh. would be awesome, actually. <laughs> oh, that. But he's got to wear the wig. <laughs> yes. Every flashback in the flashback wig. Yes. And somehow he like manages to wedge it down underneath the Death Deathstroke mask. It just, it just little hairs stick out the eye hole, <laughs> just so that you see. <laughs> and he's got the wig. Can't on. fucking see a thing in this with this wig on. Um, I think this may not have made that list because it was announced after that thing was written. Not, not no worries. I, I caught it. I was interested in it. I wanted to share. Um, Chris, you posted up this next one, and it and it made me want to stop doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Now, before we get letters, it has nothing to do with gender absolutely nothing this show should not be remade at all ever <sighs> apparently um greatest american hero I, I, this is not the new story i thought you were talking about oh nope that's the next one on the list so <laughs> the, the, they, it, they're doing a reboot abc ordered a pilot um but it is it not that it fucking matters that it's a female led greatest american hero um we tried to watch this show i gave it a fair shot did not hold up i enjoyed it for you know memory's sake but this show there's there's still no fucking firefly on television <laughs> That's true. And I'm getting a reboot of The Greatest American Hero. I mean, all right. I don't understand. I feel like the name is kind of weird. I don't get the name of this show, but there's there's a there's a nugget of a good mythology there. This this could work. It probably won't, but <laughs> who are you? I don't know. We watched the pilot of the show. We got the premise. I don't see a show there for the present day. I just don't know, man. Uh, and they're, they're, they're trying to stack the deck with... I don't think she's going to be a teacher who takes her kids out on a field trip on a well, whim that in should the be middle the of the afternoon. the only way this gets made is if they do it scene for scene, the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Frame for frame. I, I don't know. Okay, so... I hope the, Mira, I hope the outfit is, like, super over-designed. <laughs> Lot that would just be big great. shoulder pads and whatnot. Mira is yeah the, pouches needs pouches. Lots of pouches. Lots of pouches. Um, Speaking of classic superhero outfits, uh huh. Are, are we moving on to the next thing? I don't know what the next one is. Well, I, no, the thing I was, that I brought up before that you didn't that you didn't talk about what there was there's sort handsome. of a correction from last oh, week. Oh shit! All right, handsome. handsome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So. <laughs> I am the general manager for a comic convention. Just in case you didn't know that, last my last show we had a couple of guests. One of which was John Wesley Shipp, lovely man. I mean, a true gem of a human being. Now, who smells great? And he smells lovely. So, <laughs> and he thinks you're handsome. <laughs> so, <laughs> this week he posted a video of his. I don't know, like 10 continent whirlwind tour of every show that he went to. There were a couple of shots from Garden State Comic Fest. I commented on said video. Hey, it was great having you. Blah, blah, blah. He responded to me via a comment on Facebook, which was nice. I, I overdid it. I got dramatic. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look at this. I'd say about 40 minutes later, he private messaged me. And mm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and we things are getting sexy in it, though. Now, we had a conversation. I'm going to say it was an, a Facebook instant messenger conversation uh, lasted, I'd say, about 45 minutes to an hour. And within that hour, he called me handsome. Um, but besides that, <laughs> I said, because we were talking casually, I said, hey, funny side note on last week's episode of this week's episode. We mentioned you because there was a news story about tweeting for the 90s costume. He then retorted with, whoa, 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 that's not what I said. 
<laughs> I believe he said, whoa, whoa, hold on there, handsome. Hey, handsome, are you talking about the 90s costume? And I said, yes, I am. Come on, you know you could pull it off. And he then... You know he could pull it off? I watched that that video he posted yeah. of you know him like damn for his age he's in fantastic shape <laughs> he pulled he, he 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 carries a skinny jean very well anywho <laughs> um he apparently was pseudo misquoted he was not saying that he is for it i guess he's not saying he's against it either but he is wary okay his comment is is if it's something that you want to see and anything if there's anything like you want to see, is something that you're interested in, they pay attention to the Twitters and the social media aspect of it. So not necessarily him getting back into the 90s costume. I was disheartened. But not necessarily him not getting into yes. the 90s costume. <laughs> so, what about him getting out of the 90s costume? Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, that it was... It was surreal. It was it was really fun chatting with him. Uh, he is a local boy to me, and so, like I said, a gem of a human being. And don't forget, he smells lovely. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing was, is he started the conversation, like the the Facebook Messenger conversation. He says, "Hey." You're the dude at Great Adventure that said I smelled good. And I, <laughs> I, well. I, I responded to that saying, yes, I am. I'm glad I've left such an <laughs> indelible impression. Damn right. I put it on a T-shirt. <laughs> so big shout out to John Wesley Ship. A nice guy. Big fan of the show. <laughs> a nice guy. Big fan of the Evans. Um, Yeah, I don't want this greatest american hero to be rebooted let's move on karen this is your forte this is an award thing that i didn't even know was a thing what is c-a-e what is creative arts emmy is it an emmy uh, creative art <laughs> yes it is a it is a real emmy okay um when you watch the emmys yeah uh, they only show like quote unquote the interesting awards, okay. like the acting awards for the TV, sh- the you know best show right, right, and right. best writing and all that stuff. There's a whole lot of other categories that are not as interesting to the mainstream, like not hair, as TV makeup, sexy. production value, sound editing, music, blah blah blah. Those awards are presented, I like to say, uh, in another ceremony held across the street. Okay, I believe it. <laughs> um. At the Creative Arts Emmys. <laughs> at a Days um, Inn across the street. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, they had, and they have those like a week before the primetime Emmys. Uh, so those those were held. And uh, one of the bigger winners, um, or I guess winners of note, were Melissa McCarthy for playing Sean Spicer <laughs> on SNL. I like the way you pulled which, that one out. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was amazing, dude. Yes. Um, also, uh, Major award. Dad on This Is Us won the Guest Actor <laughs> Award. Okay. And those are usually, those two awards, the Guest Actor and Actress, are usually um, what they use in the primetime Emmy ceremony to introduce, like, a little montage about these Emmys. <laughs> like... <laughs> Hey, bring out like here are famous people who won awards at this rinky dink thing that you probably don't care about. Here, watch a two minute clip of all the other people who you will have no idea who they are winning awards. Gotcha, gotcha. There's a there is a laundry list here. Um and yes, there are some interesting categories. Uh but it is it it's listed there. This came to us from variety. Uh it seems like uh Stranger Things did well. Um, mm-hmm. I was very surprised that Saturday Night Live got five wins. So I, I did, it's kind of shocking that it's still on. But yes, that's a thing. It's there. I feel like, and I'm not saying this necessarily against you, but I feel like a lot of people say that about SNL, like that, oh, it's not good anymore and, I don't want, and it you know it shouldn't be on anymore. And I feel like a lot of people say that having not watched it recently. Well, I have not um, watched it recently. It's on very late. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have this thing you may have heard of. No. It's called the internet. <laughs> well, the internet, every funny it's clip I see. a series I of see, tubes. <laughs> every clip that I see that is funny from Saturday Night Live involves the guest. Not really the cast. I, I couldn't tell you who the cast is right now. Um, I can't say that I could tell you who the cast is either entirely. But um, what I will say is, you know, I think Saturday Night Live is what it has always been, which is um, kind of an experiment. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't it doesn't always work. And it, it has never always worked. And there's no single episode of Saturday Night Live, even in the you know, glory golden days of uh, John Belushi and all that cast mm -hmm. um, that has been 100% every single sketch was hilarious. Oh, yes, right. there have been better times than there are right now on that show. But um, I don't <laughs> but know. I think there's also been worse times. I there's mean, also been worse times. <laughs> I don't love what's going on now, but I also, I really didn't like, like when Fallon was on there because he was just... Uh, the whole show was just like, all right, we've got one joke, and we're going to run this joke for five solid minutes. It's a 30-second joke that stops being funny 35 seconds in, and we're going to run it for five solid minutes, and then Jimmy Fallon's going to think it's hilarious and break character. <laughs> and that was the whole show. That was the whole show, except Weekend Update, which is always awesome. Yeah. Okay. So I think, you know, sometimes some of the sketches are funny, um, I don't think that the majority of them are funny, but I think uh, if you haven't seen much SNL, that maybe it's time to not necessarily sit down, make your time at 1130 on Saturday night and stay up late and watch it. But like, check it out. Check out some of the sketches. It may not be as bad as you think it is. Not you necessarily, Evan, personally, just people in general. I feel like that. Yeah. And also, I, like I mean, calling me out specifically, Karen. Anywho, something that I never really took into consideration until I was old enough to kind of appreciate the fact, like, it's not easy to write oh, sketch no. comedy every week. Oh, like, no, not at all. I, I would co I would compare this show to the state all the time and be like, how is the Saturday Night Live, this thing in the state, you know, didn't get farther? Like, well, the state had a season and, like, time to really write all their shit and put it together. SNL <laughs> and does absolutely this nobody week. paying attention to the state to tell them what not to do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they, uh, folks at SNL had a much harder time of things. And so. Yeah, that's another reason why I think, like, SNL... Even when the sketches aren't as funny as you think they should be, it's still an impressive feat. Yeah. Okay. I stand corrected. I don't even know okay. what I said. I'll get off my SNL soapbox <laughs> now. Chris, you posted up this next one, and <laughs> I do like the comment you left before the link. Because you are absolutely... This makes me want to quit the show, because this is the most horrible thing. You are absolutely correct, sir. Um, I'm not even going to click on the link. God forbid it starts the video automatically. It is a link to a YouTube God. video for the new Dare to Defy trailer. I don't even... It's like not a commercial, but it's not a specific... It's like a promo for a pro all of the all new of shows. Yes. All the fall shows on uh And the CW. worst music I've ever heard. And yeah. you know what? That I... I've, I've talked about it on the show. I absolutely hate that this whole Dare to Defy campaign they have going on is freaking awful. And that song is terrible. And somehow, they didn't just not drop the Dare to Defy. They made it worse. They doubled down. They <laughs> doubled down on the Dare to Defy. They did. They doubled down. And not in the good KFC, not good quotation marks, KFC way. Like, they just, we're going to make, do you, you think that's bad? Hold <laughs> my beer. <laughs> and the other thing is, I mean, I guess I get it on like a meta level for CW of Dare to Defy. Like, I feel like the, you know, literal interpretation, interpretation of Dare to Defy applied to their superhero shows. Like, obviously, mm -hmm. they're defying whatever, <laughs> being a normal human being. Right. <laughs> but um, Archie doesn't fall I guess, into that category. Right. Archie doesn't. Um, Jane the Virgin doesn't. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend doesn't. That's still on the but air? I get it. Yes, it's amazing. Shush. <laughs> I feel like uh, on a meta level, it applies as a 
theme for their network because their programming sort of defies the norm. <laughs> um, so on that, I get it. But the fucking music is terrible. And how anyone took that song and made it worse, I just can't even comprehend. And if you want to hear how it bad it is, is impressive. click on that link. It's bad. It's bad. I mean, it's, a, it's only a, like a minute, but it feels so much longer. <laughs> yeah, it does. God, that was only a minute? Yeah. It, 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 yeah, it feels a lot longer. It does. It feels like a goddamn year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And lastly, I posted this up just uh, about an hour ago because it interested me. I don't know if you guys got the opportunity to watch it. I'm going to assume no. It is about a nine-minute long video of behind information on the sci-fi um, show Krypton. And it's the main actor and some producers and a director, if I'm not mistaken. And they're talking about their experience with working with a, a main DC property. And it was actually quite interesting. There is... You, you get to see the lead actor. Um, it is informational only like there's like it's not entertainment they're not trying to get you to watch the show they're explaining to you the ins and outs of the making of the show and it seems like they're actually trying to give a shit which i'm happy about because this could be really bad and like i mean it is on the sci-fi channel easy killer um <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that was easy. <laughs> I, I, Settle down, handsome. <laughs> slow down. Um, I'm, I am. I was curious before about this show to see where they're going to take it and what they're going to do with it because it is an unpowered Superman grandfather story. But What's Superman's grandfather's name, Sal, Sal L, Segel. S-E-Y-G oh. from the House of L. Um, I really wanted to be Sal L now. <laughs> you like selling sandwiches on Krypton. <laughs> hey, it's Salvatore L. It's showing how, from my understanding, how the, the House of L actually is on Krypton and how completely different it is than the family that Clark got raised in. And that is interesting to me. So... Got, if you got a few minutes, check it out. I enjoyed it. That's all I got, peeps. Are we good? I'm great. All right. Me too. Good. Feel good, Chris? I'm hungry. Yeah, me too. I could eat. <laughs> Let's go get a taco, you guys. Oh, man. Dude, we could do that. I had, There's tacos upstairs. I had I had a, uh, a Buffalo Wild Wings sweet barbecue chicken taco or taquito whatever they call it oh my god it was really good because i hadn't had a taco in a very long time and on that note chris give us okay a well then when you come here for our hundredth episode we're we're getting some tacos it's gonna be taco o'clock taco o'clock title chris you can get in touch with us at mail at taco.com <laughs> <laughs> mail at geekade.com as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit uh, you can like us on Facebook with both the Geekade page and the this week's episode page you can find us on Instagram at Geekade subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content and follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade or follow the show specifically at Twepcast you can also find us individually on Twitter I'm at Geekade Chris that's Geekade K-R-I-S Karen is at shoot underscore the underscore moon and Evan is at Geekade underscore Evan. I'm not bored, I'm just tired. <laughs> if you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher, where if you're super nice, you can leave us a review, because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on Geekade.com, where we post something every single day. All right, now... I swear to you, I wrote this down because it's my pick. I wrote this down before we recorded today. Okay, we are okay. we are going to be watching the or greatest American hero, the Orville, 
Season one, episode <laughs> one. <laughs> Old wounds. I like how you sat on that. <laughs> All right. I have not watched it. I'm going in blind. I figured you two had to watch it. I want us to all watch it fresh to see what we really think about it. Okay. Oh, and I just this isn't actually a news story, but it's something that I I, I forgot to mention uh-huh. when we were talking about um, uh, Orange is the New Black. Uh, I don't th- did we mention the, the the skip thing on the show before? The I don't think skip we skip thing. The, the skip the intro thing. Oh no! Oh, that's great on so, Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on Netflix, I it, I don't know what apps it's on. It's not on the Wii U because it's, surprise, they're not updating that. But it's on the Apple TV. The n- and only it's like the new the, Apple TV. Yeah, the credits come on, and you can skip the opening credits, and it is glorious. Also, it just you press a button, and it just skips right through. Them. Also, on shows that have a previously on, like they do the the. I don't know, the recap? Previously, on X-Men. You can skip that as well. That's counted as the intro. That is awesome. Isn't it, though? That is awesome. (laughs) It's like they've decided to actually cater to people who watch TV the way most people watch TV. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I feel feel good. That rant lightened my heart. I appreciate that, Chris. Happy to be of service. From all of us here. Oh, I have one thing to plug, guys. Plug Sorry, away. Evan. Um, not a problem. This is not an official thing that we're doing for the show or anything, but uh, the Emmys will be airing this Sunday, and I will be watching and tweeting. So if you like that kind of thing, follow me at shoot underscore the underscore moon and uh, hang out with me on Twitter on Sunday night. When it, When is it on Sunday night? Sunday. Um, I think it starts at 8. Um Eastern time. Okay. <laughs> Sunday so, the seventeenth. Okay. Because we live tweeted something the other day, or the other day, the <laughs> other a year. long time ago. I think it was probably the Emmys, and it was Emmys? like two years ago because was last year I was super pregnant. Uh, okay. Why would we live tweet the, Oscars, the Oscars for a TV know. podcast? Yeah, I don't know. I think it was oh, the what? Oscars. It was awesome. Oh, was it? Oh, <laughs> we did this. Maybe we did the Oscars. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Anywho. This year, I'm live tweeting <laughs> the Emmys. Interesting. Okay. Very good. Check that out. See you all on Twitter. From all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. And you've got time. <laughs> I had no idea where you were going with that. Good night. <laughs> And this concludes our broadcast day.